What's going on, matey? <laughs> Connor on the mod. Oh, boy. This is great. It's not even good. No, I, I don't even know what to call it, that. It wasn't like Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Still. Okay. Questionable. <laughs> at best. Well, hey, guys. Welcome to the Bless You podcast today. Uh, clearly, we're off to a great start. The coffee has kicked in. <laughs> so, so excited incredible. to be here. So yeah, excited to be here, Absolutely. It's a well, great hey, day. It is. I feel blessed. You feel blessed? I'm blessed, especially since this is like the first week in Wenatchee this summer that is not triple digits. Praise the Lord. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Well, hey, we're going to kick it off a little differently. Uh, we would love to have more interaction with you guys and would love for you to continue to send in all of your questions, all of your topics that you want us to discuss. So if you want to follow us at on Instagram at bless.u.podcast go ahead and hop on there you can follow us there you can tune into what we're posting and keep up with our daily content but on that note jeff you're incredible and i know that you have an icebreaker thanks buddy i do have an icebreaker thank you for the compliment uh i have a i have an icebreaker are you ready i've been ready yeah let's go okay if you were to win the powerball <laughs> the powerball and the powerball well, Windfall of money came your way. <laughs> Obviously, first, you would tithe. One hundo. Obviously, second, you would probably do some things to take care of your family. Yeah. What would, like, after you took care of those things, what would the first big purchase be <sighs> for the Metcalf family? Wow. That's a great question. Oh, I, I, I struggle with this one between two. Okay. And it's a no-brainer. Uh. I think the first one I would actually do is I would purchase I would purchase a chef, a personal <laughs> chef, five star. Wow. For the Metcalf household. Okay. Off the board. Think about every meal that you eat. I and, dig it. But but hold on. Think about how many meals are just like the meals that suffice because you don't feel like cooking. Mm -hmm. But you get five-star meal every day, and you don't have to worry about prepping or planning mm -hmm. or going to the grocery store or anything like that. Like you've got a chef team working for you. Yeah. That was that was a number one because I think there's more uh, residual uh and, and dividends that come from that. But yeah. I would say my close number two, and I really struggled with this one, was to get my own private jet. Woo! Because we're flying, dude. Here we go. No no more TSA no. standing in SeaTac trying to wait for that Alaska flight, row 32. We'll leave when I'm ready. We'll leave. <laughs> we will leave. So my uncle used to have access to private jets down in Las Vegas. Okay. And uh, literally, he calls it up, goes through the executive entrance, and they, they have to give uh, three hours notice, three hours notice. Could you imagine just waking up one day and be like, you know what? I feel like going to New York City. Couldn't even imagine. Uh, let me just make a phone call. And you got to give them a, a minimum of three to four hours yeah. and then you're flying. Yeah. You know, what yeah. about you? What about Al, the first like indulge purchase that I would make after we did some things? Dragon uh, fruit lemonade from Starbucks. I would obviously go get for everybody. <laughs> like everybody gets a dragon fruit lemonade. Uh, and I would you get, get a dragon fruit and <laughs> yeah. you get a dragon fruit. I would get I would get a boat. Like I don't it not a yacht. I wouldn't go crazy with it. Uh, so quick side story when uh, a while back this this very nice gentleman gifted Jody and I his boat. Like crazy story. No kidding. No kidding. Uh, we lived in Seattle. 
um and he just gifted he's like didn't want it in his garage anymore and he was like here and it was a, like worked great and so we spent a couple summers just kind of puttering around lake union um lake washington and it was there's something about being on the water for me that's very calming so i agree i would get i would get a boat just a family boat nothing nothing too crazy boats, I mean, are, boats are spendy though dude money pit yeah. literally money like there is zero return on investment yeah. when it comes to boats yeah. i mean you think cars depreciate in value off the lot <laughs> yeah yeah the guy that gave us this boat he said uh the best day in the life of a boat owner is when they get a boat the next best day is when they get rid of it yeah when they sell it <laughs> absolutely there is so much truth in that statement uh, yeah. coming from someone who's never owned a boat yeah uh you, you, you can see <laughs> i it. can tell you how it is yeah. Yeah. No, I Cassidy and I we we drive along the Columbia River and and hit that turn uh going south to our place in Rock Island every day and on the super nice days we're like dang that yeah. would be legit to yeah. have a boat right now just you know heading out there and getting on the water something about it something there about is something it. about it man well hey that's awesome uh Jeff today we got a super fun topic for our I'm listeners. excited about this one I'm excited School supplies list and school routines, like back to school routines. Back to school. Right? Like, I'll tell you right now, so coming from someone who is a type B personality, there is only one checklist that I loved in my life, and that was the back to school okay. checklist. All right. You'd get that that note, because back then it wasn't really email. So you'd get no. that. You'd get that handout sent in the mail and that little yes. welcome yes, like sir. letter from the teachers. I had to do that when I was a teacher. You send this personal note home in an envelope and it's got the school supplies list yep. and dude we were heading to target let me tell you there are some vultures out there in target <laughs> like it, it like if you're not in there within the first week they set out school supplies gone gone dunzo yeah like now you're scrambling you're going from shop to shop trying to amazon like and you better be a prime member at that point where did all the tissue paper go where did all the thanks covid <laughs> too soon jeff too soon no, i'm just kidding yeah, but for real though, for real. And you know what's so funny about that is when I was a school teacher, we had to take inventory at the end of the year. The amount of hand sanitizers and yeah. tissue boxes that were left in my classroom closet. Right. Like, dude, I, I could have just jacked that and sold it Endless. going into COVID and and literally <laughs> would have retired. It was it was unprecedented. It was yeah. in, insane. But we went to school in different eras. This will be interesting. This will be I'm good sure to see. I'm sure we had some different. I mean, you just said hand sanitizer. You didn't. I don't have even it. think that was a thing when <laughs> no. I was in elementary school. No, there were no dispensers, man. None. There were no. Now we got automatic ones. Those are going out of style real quick, right? Yes. So tell me a little bit about your school history. So like, okay. give me the, the rundown. When did you start kindergarten? What year was oh, that? Boy. This I goes way say, back. Yeah testing me here i want to say if i graduated high school in 94 whoa what, what, what year <laughs> I, were you born what, i was context? born what you in born? 92 holy smokes that is contextual all right Jeff it's been uh, nice talking to you guys i'm gonna <laughs> take a step out this should be the real generation <laughs> gap part two right totally. now this is yeah, yeah fully um so i would that, that puts me in kindergarten in like 80 uh something like that 1980 okay um I don't, so I, I can remember, this is a long time ago. You're testing my memory here. Let's go. It's getting um, foggy. It's real foggy. The the school list supply in elementary school, there was definitely Kleenex. Definitely yeah. Kleenex part of it. Definitely pencils. Definitely 
I don't know back Spare then if it was... Spare chalk for the chalkboards? No. Come on. <laughs> you had whiteboards. We no did, kidding. but I didn't... Ha- I don't think I had to bring chalk. I had to bring... I think it was crayons, not colored pencils. Okay. we. I had both on my list. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah. It, so, yeah. I, in, interesting days. Man, you're, you're, you're stretching me. Yeah. I'm stretching the memory. Yeah. So, I went to kindergarten in 1996, 1997. Okay. That was my first year and it was awesome were you full day or were you half day half day i was okay so i went to a private school for the first half of my kindergarten career okay career that's a funny word to use as a (laughs) kindergarten but then i transferred to the public school close to my house okay and that was half day and dude you want to talk about being excited about going from full day wearing school uniforms downtown las vegas to half days like afternoon got to just hang out with the homies in the morning and then we all just mobbed to school together and had recess for like three quarters of the time the three hours we were there like literally had recess it was incredible did you guys have nap time in kindergarten not in the half days in the full days we for sure had nap time i had nap time in the half day well it makes sense now does it because i I love your boy, your boy <laughs> I mean, loves a nap. Um, yeah, your boy. And clearly, I mean, we can see based off of our learning capabilities and where we stand today. Wow. Okay. We're going to go this direction. Yeah. That 30 extra minutes of learning for me was <laughs> clearly what I paying off. Is, what was the teacher doing that needed nap time in the middle of a half day? Okay. But, okay. So they taught two sections, right? Like my kindergarten teacher taught the morning section and the afternoon section. So she taught two sections. So just a built-in break in the morning and a built-in break in the afternoon. Yep. One hundo. One hundo. I don't ever remember napping actually. Yep. But I do remember lights off. Yeah. Or lights down, I should say. Here's a quick off topic side tangent. Can you name your elementary school teachers? Oh, I can name a couple. If you can do this, I'm going to be thoroughly impressed. Um, I know my third grade teacher's name was Mrs. Lewis. Okay. Feel pretty confident about that. I know I know my second grade teacher. I had two. Yeah, the team they, teachers. They team taught. It was Mrs. King and Mrs. D. Robertus. Dude, there's always a, a super funky name with like yeah, the team teachers. Because there. there's always one that's super easy. Yeah. And then there's always one that's like, I'm just going to go and ask this teacher every time because I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> this teacher's name. Yeah, I had a Mrs. Hoff in there. I wanna, to now, now I'm like starting to make it because like, I'm like, maybe I had a Mrs. Jones, but that's probably just for some movie I watched. <laughs> yeah. That's about as deep as I can go. For real. Okay, yeah. you ready for this? I'm going to rip through all of my elementary school teachers. Okay, so kindergarten uh, at the Christian school, yeah. I had Mrs. Rude. Okay. Then when I transferred, I had Mrs. Hare and her teaching assistant, Miss Pam. Wow. First grade, I had Miss Bully and Miss Turner. Second grade, I had Miss Rushmeyer, Miss Vassallo. Third grade, I had Miss Stanley. Fourth grade, I had Mr. Gillespie. Fifth grade, I had Miss Frudenthal. Mr. Gillespie. There's a Mr. Gillespie in the Wenatchee School District. Mr. Gillespie. He was legit, man. He was an ex-military guy. Okay. And dude loved me and my family. Like, All right. And, and so we were actually, uh, we were in 12, 12 months. Like it was a year-round school system. So we had these things called track breaks, mm-hmm. which would be like a two and a half week break. 
depending on chronologically what track you were on. So like track one had a longer summer, um, but it, it was feeding into the fall. So like they were the first, they didn't come back when everybody came back. They came back uh, like when track two was going oh, okay. on track break okay. and then track two would come back track three. The best track was track five because that was the closest to the nine month system. So track five got okay. out on summer before everybody else. But in fourth grade, I ended up uh, getting put on track four because I missed the deadline. Track five would fill up super fast. Of course. And we were like two days after they opened up enrollment mm-hmm. and our school was super popular. We actually had two elementary schools right across the street from each other which was cool and it sucked because you would like, they would transfer you without telling you. Rival so like, elementary schools? No, they're not okay. rivals. Oh. They're, they're, it was called Katz McMillan. Okay. Katz McMillan. So I went to Katz in kindergarten and then I went to McMillan first and second grade. Okay. And then transferred back to Katz third, fourth, and fifth. It was cool, but it also sucked because like I wasn't with the friends I was with because yeah. they all still went to Katz. It's all about the community. It's all about the relationships. It was. It was. So yeah. Let me shift this a little bit. I got a question for you. So when when you're getting ready to go back to school and there's different levels, like when you're going into elementary, middle school, high school, Yep. there's, you know, when you get in high school, you're like, ah, man, I got to start school. I'd rather be hanging out with my friends in the summer or whatever. Um, But there was always that excitement piece, like nervous energy, maybe excitement piece. So what were the things that you did like in preparation to like show out? Oh, my dog. Okay, first thing was, so first first two years, freshman, sophomore year of high school. Yeah. I went to a school in Las Vegas, Palo Verde, go Panthers. Okay. Uh, 4,500 kids, Woo. literally a small university. Most populated school in Las Vegas. We actually set the Clark County School District record for largest class, incoming class. Dang. Freshman class was 1,700 kids. To get excited for that, number one, like I skated to school. So like okay. had to have a fresh deck, okay. like had to have a fresh okay. skateboard, brand new, wow. brand new, clean grip tape, no scrapes on the bottom, like yep. bought it, saved it, did that thing. The second thing was I'm a shoe guy, bro. So like yeah. had to get a fresh pair, had to get a fresh pair. Yep. Back then it was the the Nike SB Dunk Lows. Those were the, the shoes or the America, America Reynold 3s. Those were the two okay. shoes that were popping. The next thing was that was kind of the transition between like straight leg and skinny jeans, like okay. slim fit skinny yep. jeans. So I had to have that. There was this place called uh, Rue 21. Rue still, 21. Right? It, it still is. But there was, uh, what was another? It was off of Forever 21. Forever 21, they had like a guy's side to it, like a branch off guy store. It's no longer around. But I used to go there. They used to have sick hoodies, like zip ups. Okay. And like super sick clothes. So, like, always had to have a fresh cut. Always had to uh, make sure I had a fresh, fresh skateboard that I'm rolling up on. Yep. New clean shoes. Like, and here's the thing like, I was a hardcore skater, but I never, ever did any tricks on that new board or the new shoes, like, until like, month two can't can't until they started just like getting scuffed yeah yeah so shoes yeah are a mu- I, I agree shoes are a must like all the way through because i can remember back to i want to say second grade was when second or third grade for me is when the og jordans came out let's go boys like, <laughs> yeah the red white and, and black, black yep. og jordans came out yep and i can remember because my buddy got them and i had to get the imitation brand 
I just oh, couldn't swing. Yeah. I couldn't swing the whatever it was back couldn't then. I don't even know what the price was. Justify the price I point. I couldn't, so I had to get the imitation brand. Yep. But so for me, growing up, um, we I lived in a small town, Cashmere, Washington. Go Bulldogs. Um, there was this. Th- my family would like take this trip over to the big city, Seattle. We go, all of us. I have three siblings. So mom and dad, siblings, head over to the west side. It was this whole thing about, you know, hotel and then like just hitting the mall for, yeah, for like two days. Every, each that. of us had a budget uh, from from money we earned over the summer or yep. and a little bit that our parents would uh, support us with. And it was like we had our list and we just we just like knocked it out. Yeah. And then, like I remember at a young age, like, OK, I really want the like I wanted the Jordans. But if I get the Jordans that I my get budget is crushed. I get nothing else. You I learned you learned about budgeting early, early on. Early on. That's amazing. So that was amazing. that was always something exciting. And the real thing about the the trip, the school sh- clothes shopping trip, is what we called it. Let's be real. It was all about the whole t- hotel swimming pool. Absolutely. Like that's that's it. Like yeah. me and my sister would sh- roll up bust through the door and it was straight to the pool yeah and like until mom and dad drug us out 100. like we got to go get some clothes kids. yeah 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 dude the mall was like the freshest spot to be like i just remember being in like middle school high school and just asking my parents like hey can i go to the mall like and not having a nickel to my name <laughs> right like birthday money spent christmas money spent like my birthday's in january man so like at that point in my life, there was no income coming in for literally 11 more months <laughs> if I spent that money early yep. on. So I had to kind of do the same thing. I was a big saver early on. But, yeah, the the mall was just like it was the spot to be, bro, yeah. walking through, hitting the food court, just smelling that Auntie Anne's, yeah. Wetzel's pretzels, buttery pretzel. Mrs. Fields cookies. Mrs. Man. Fields cookies. They had uh, they had Sabaro pizza was yeah. always in the malls. Dude, hot dog on a stick. Oh, <laughs> come lemonade? on. Yeah. Oh, I can't beat that Muscle lemonade. Beach, dude. Come on. Like, yeah, that, that was a good time. So let me ask you, what? What 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 was your school supplies list? Like, what was the thing that would, like, get you just, like, juice? Like, if you rolled into a Target or an Office Depot or Walmart and it, they were you hit that section and they were out of it, like, what what was that item for you on your, your school supplies yeah. list? I can remember early on, so early elementary, on the list, I'm pretty sure it was, like, a lunchbox. Yeah, and dude. And I remember. The hard on. plastic ones. Not even, dude metal back tin. when you were the day oh, back in my, my day goodness. tin and i remember so vividly wow. this one year i got a space shuttle lunchbox i thought it was real cool dude you were flying high i, I thought i was uh, but things that like run out, I, it was more about like um for me it was just like getting through the list because I, I mean listen uh, academically i didn't care so much yeah, i was sure. there to play sure. sports at recess and hang out with some friends um, so it was a matter of like just getting through the list so I could get back to what I was doing. Yep. I do remember like backpack was a big deal. What was your backpack brand? Ooh, I don't even know. Mine was Jan sport, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was Jan sport. And like the cool thing was you like, there were different phases of it. So like one year I had a camo, like when I got to high school, it was like, dude, you get the printed ones. Mm-hmm. But then before that it was like, you would get like a gray or a blue one. And you would just tag it up. So you'd take a Sharpie to it and you'd have all your friends sign it and everything like that. But yeah, Jansport was where it's at. For us too, which would be different for you, a big deal here was like the coat. 
you were going to have oh, yeah, for the yeah, winter. Yeah. We and didn't have any. You didn't have to worry about that. No. But I remember a couple of different times, like I got this really amazing, like I thought it was really cool, like champion. It was almost like a Letterman jacket, like leather sleeves, yep. but wool, but champion brand. That's dope. Oh, I thought it was so cool. Yeah. And then there was the whole phase of, for me, it was like, I want to say seventh or eighth grade, jean jackets with the wool okay on the yep. inside like yep. everybody yep. you like had to have sherpa one of them yeah yeah coats were a big deal we had to have a coat the for coat sure. we were gonna have you for were year. dude it was did you ever go through a leather phase like fonzie like you were trying to be fonz uh i'm in days. that phase right now what are you talking about no <laughs> i know <laughs> Just kidding. i know i've seen I, it. that phase for me was uh like i think jody and i got some for like early christmas or something like maybe our first or second year of marriage but no not kidding. in school okay yeah, okay school so I'll give you three things that I would get juiced about. Elementary school, the lunchbox was it, man. I had this blue Power Rangers plastic lunchbox. It came with a little thermos inside of it <laughs> that was dope that I never used. Like, no. I, you didn't eat soup in California, Las Vegas. Mom, like, give me a break. Yeah, right? So, uh, but I, I really loved that. And it was like a little briefcase. It had little buckles <laughs> on the top. You pop it open and, and you'd flip it open. It was like the, the moment of truth, man, with you and your homies at the table. You just like slap that thing down and you go through this line to yes. see what everybody had in it, right? <laughs> and then you'd always get the kid down at the end that had like the like the insulated cooler sack that would like open it up. <laughs> and you're like, level. all right, all right, Timmy, we don't want any of your frozen <laughs> yogurt that your mom's putting in there. But yeah, so in elementary school, that's what it was. Uh, we were also allowed to like bring like, cause you had recess, right? So like in elementary school, you would either like buy a f- new football okay, or you'd buy a, a new basketball. Okay. And it was like, dude, if you rolled up with the bat, with the basketball under your arm, like Ooh. automatically in every game, even if you're on the losing team. <laughs> Right. No kidding. Yeah. So that was cool. Uh, once I got to middle school and high school, man, like the school supplies list, there were there were two things that really got me. Number one, like you had the three ring binder. Oh yeah. And, and you had to go to that folder section and find your subject folders, but it was like they were the paper ones, so they're super trash. They were like forty cents each. Yeah. But but you you wouldn't just get like the the green or the blue or the red, right? You had to pick the one out that had like you know, the holographic kitty on you it. You had to make a statement. Yeah, like you had to get the one with like the race cars on it, right? Yeah. But the thing that sucked about it was they would always like the 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 ring part would like rip off of the ring. So they'd like halfway hang out of the, <laughs> and it just made you so frustrated. Totally. The other thing, especially once you got to high school, that just got me absolutely juiced. I've always been a pen and pencil guy. Okay. Like always been a pen and pencil guy. But aside from that was the five-star, five-subject, paper notebook college ruled college ruled Mm -hmm. where you could open it up and you could slide your homework papers or your test papers in the pockets and then you took your notes inside of that and it was like at the end of the year you're you know licking your fingers like a bookkeeper and you're flipping through your notes (laughs) one finger at a time just being like hey we got the final let me go to this section in my five subject notebook some some company came with this marketing ploy probably in my middle school years of of like trying to do all in one like like not just a three ring binder but a thing that it was it was a bit bulkier and it had all these compartments in it yeah it had the pencil pouch and then it had all these zip things oh, i yeah. want to like original was like trapper keeper i want to okay. say like the okay. velcro that would close it up um yeah yeah i thought those were amazing but they were never on the list 
So it was like like the school list. So you were never getting it. My mom parents and dad were like, like no. "No, that's what you don't need that. Nope, this is getting, what you need." You're getting the one and a half, three ring binder that your teacher put on there. Totally. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I used to also like with those when I had those three ring binders, right? Because they had the little plastic slip you could slip things in the front on. So I just would sit there and doodle in class all day and like graffiti my name and then slide it in there. It was the best, dude. It was the best. Nice. Um, Okay, here's here's a question I have for you really quickly. Okay. So were you the person come high school? And I don't know what your locker situation was, but were you the person who threw the backpack in the locker and carried the binder or were you the kid that like had the backpack 24 seven? So, uh, there's only before, one right answer. No, 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 the but, other one, but I'm going to co- little context before that. What about the decorating of the locker? Did you guys have that? No, we, oh, were, we were too public, man. Buddy, like we, we were, were too big. We were all about more in middle school. No, in high school too. It was all about decorating the inside of your locker, either sports memorabilia yeah. or your girlfriend or whatever it was. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I get what you're saying now. <laughs> Got it. No, yeah. we, we didn't, you guys waste didn't do that. Like okay. That. Nah, so no b- backpack lugging was not really a thing no for me. Way. So it was, I would check into my locker after in between every class. Dude, I, I was the opposite. It killed me in middle school. We were not allowed to carry our backpacks in the hallway. We were not allowed to take them to class. You had to put it in your locker. And here was the other thing about my middle school. I went to Sig Rogich Middle School down in Las Vegas. They had uh, a section. So there were three different sections of the school. There was the sixth grade hallway. There was the seventh grade hallway. And there was the eighth grade hallway. Okay. So like talk about segregation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like. Zero crossover. Zero crossover, oh. bro. Unless you took honors. Like I took honors my sophomore or uh, my seventh grade year. Okay. Uh, which is when I transferred to that school. So I had to go in the eighth grade hallway. Talk about intimidating, Scary. bro. Literally intimidating, yeah. like everything. But you had to put, they were U-shaped and, okay. and they were one way. So well, if yeah. you like put something in your locker and you're like, oh, and you passed it, you walked away and you're like, oh shoot, I got to go back. Hall monitors, full uh, loop, putting you in handcuffs, walking <laughs> you out the right way and then taking you back to the entrance door and saying, do it, right? And you only have five minute passing periods. Right. Some of these kids nowadays are like, I got 25 minutes for my passing oh, period. They don't know what it's like. They have Connor. no clue what it's like to go on a one in way day. in a segregated <laughs> hallway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. Nice. That's crazy. Okay. Uh, who was your favorite, favorite teacher? Everybody's got that one oh, teacher man. that they remember. And then they've also got that one teacher that they don't like. While you're thinking, I'll say mine. My favorite teacher ever was my senior year high school teacher. He was the one guy that made me be like, you know what? Maybe it would be super tight to be a teacher. He's my my English teacher, my senior year. His name was Mr. Postiff. He was uh, on the Olympic roster for water polo. Wow. He had uh, chipped teeth that made like an upward triangle point. Interesting. And he had raccoon eye sunglass tan. (laughs) And he was like 6'6 and probably weighed like 245. And he, he, he just always talked like this. He's like, Metcalf, I'm going to write a Dean referral and just put it on my cork board. Nice. You let me know when you're ready to use it. Nice. <laughs> he was super dope. We would banter all the time. And then the teacher that I disliked was my eighth grade eighth grade geometry teacher, uh, Mrs. D. Giovanni. She, Disliked. she hated life. And mm. then I also didn't like my seventh grade science teacher, Mrs. Sauter. She was okay. mean, bro. I got some funny stories about her. We'll talk about okay. 
Oh. Favorite? That's hard for me. I could, you know, middle school, Mr. Robertson, Mr. Davidson uh, are popping into my head. Um, I think I will go, though, with Mr. Durheim, who was a high school math teacher. Here's why. He was like he was an ex-military guy. I ran cross country for two years because I was so small in yeah. freshman, sophomore year. And so he he was my cross country coach yep. in my junior, senior year. I played football. Um, but he was just the guy who just got the best out of everybody. Yeah. And like, I was not a good student, okay. but somehow I was pulling B's in algebra and yeah. geometry and it's fully because of, let's of go Durheim as okay. a teacher. Dude. So that reminds me as we, we wrap up here, I'll share this story with you. And then I got one final question for you. So I had a teacher my sophomore year of high school named Mr. Mowat. Okay. He was my German teacher. He, he was from England. He worked for the secret service in England uh and like the green whatever their green beret and cia is and stuff so he's always undercover and so he was stationed in germany and learned how to speak german like hardcore so anyway he literally didn't teach us any german i got 142 percent in his class because we would play ping pong for extra credit we would wage (laughs) percentile points and he would set up ping pong in his in his classroom and then we played this game called bear ball which i'll explain to you later but it was like we'd have these little stuffed animals and a broomstick and You'd play it, but uh, yeah, That's 142%. My mom at the beginning of the year was like, no, you need to take Spanish two. You already took Spanish one. And I was like, mom, no, I need to take German. And she goes, okay, if you're going to take German, you better get an A in it. Boom. 142%. percent Don't know any German to this day except for <laughs> the lady eats the tomato. I know how to say that. Um, and then, yeah, Mr. Mowat. What, nice. a, what a G, man. Nice. What a G. All yeah. right. What's, what's your closing Here's question? Here's your closing question. Back to school. Okay. Is the hair put, haircut or the shoes more important Ooh, for the first day? Great question. Great question. Uh, I am going <laughs> to have – this is a painful choice. A painful choice. So it, my, yeah. my barber back in the day was Daryl. Daryl the barber, downtown Cashmere. Oh Royal, Royal Barber Shop Let's was go. called. And it was just a – he was like the only barber in, in Cashmere. And he – Oh, he would bring it high and tight. Like whether you asked for it or not, it was coming high and yeah, tight. Yeah, I'll take a low fade starting with a one. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, what'd you say? A one yeah. all the way up? <laughs> Gone. Uh, I am actually going to go shoes. I'm going to go shoes. No there was kidding. there was more time invested. I, I, probably because I knew I was going to get a haircut. My dad was going to make me get a haircut. Yeah. Um, and, but I put some time and effort into the shoe game. What was the hairstyle back in your day? Uh, I mean... Not all that similar, like high and tight, uh, really short on top. Okay. Like almost too, no, not almost too short to comb. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, like military. it was like, it would stick straight up, but then the very tip would kind of like go to the Toad, side you yes. were trying to comb it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine was the faux hawk, bro. It was the faux hawk, but it was all the way back. It was all the way back. All the way through. All the way through. And then actually, you know, it's funny. My sophomore year at the very end of the year, it was the Euro mullet. Because that's when David Beckham was still balling. Uh, okay. That's when Cristiano Ronaldo okay. was hitting the scene. They all had these Euro mullets yeah. that are back in style now. So it all comes around. All yeah. comes back around. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find those uh, imitation Jordans and bring them back. Please do. We'll <laughs> post them on our Instagram. <laughs> Jeff, this has been so fun, man. It's, it's been, been cool awesome. to hear kind of you know what was the similar, what was different, and even inside of the different variations of that. So thanks for sharing yeah, today. Yeah. Good time. We hope that you guys had a good time listening. We're coming 
back up to school and some of the areas of the United States and around the world have already started school. So uh, happy first day, happy school year to all of you that are going back to school. And if your parents gearing up, take some notes, get your kid those Jordan ones. I'm start strong. I'm just kidding. Start, start strong. Build that schedule. Yep. Stay on top of your homework, kids. Yep. It's going to be a great year. We're going to make it. And if you have a Mr. Mow it, wage all the percentage <laughs> points you can to get that 142%. Awesome. All righty. We love you guys. Peace we out. We hope that you have a, a blessed week. Love you guys. Love you guys.